nice out now game game Greetings, dear listeners, and welcome to our podcast. My name is Chech, and I'll be your DM for tonight, and the players with me tonight are... Richard! Hello! Yeah, I have some new sparkly dice. Ooh. They are pink and blue, and I thought they looked appropriate for Casney. Uh, Andrea! Pikachu! Yay! <laughs> and Cora! I slept through the session. Ah, these things happen. <laughs> I had a, I had a nap up until just short of an hour ago. That's good. Good for you. I mean, the key thing is that you're awake now. Yes, th- that that's what's important. Yes, I am mostly awake. I wouldn't say that I was like, you know, alert and at the top of my game. But then, when am I ever? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, I believe uh, Chech has been <laughs> getting a poor amount of sleep recently. You know, you are right, and the lack of sleep has made it very difficult to remember what actually happened last time. So, can anyone remind me? Well, Marjorie's grandson, Mert, and great-grandchild, Till, returned from the market, and we were introduced to them. Till had been learning to be a fisher. Um, a fish assassin. <laughs> but wants to be an artist. We briefly explained the sunset, and then in brackets I've put, badly, and discussed... <laughs> Our future plans. Deciding on heading into Chilamlash, the nearest large city, to do more research and potentially look for magic items, Mert offers to take us in his boat, and Till is excited to visit the big city. During the week, Marjorie gets frustrated at Olga's insistence on not letting her cook, and she starts baking and cooking on her own equipment. (laughs) Kasny tries to practice his pickpocketing on dawn, but is caught. When the time comes, we leave. Mert's enchanted boat drives itself. Decla and Marjorie fish. Fog rolls in and Mert tells us that we should turn around because people go missing or get changed. Well, not there. turn around, you know, just sort of... <clears throat> yeah, to it re... like, re... like, you know, go yeah, around it. Re- realign we course, you know. Yes, we weren't... We, he wasn't telling us to go back. He was telling us to, like, go we need around. to make a detour. Um, we continue on, avoiding the fog. Kasni entertains Till with his magic item creatures. We see a horse weirdly standing in the lake. We approach to see if it needs help. As we uh, got close, we could see it was made of seaweed, and we tried to swerve to avoid it, but Till dives into the water and Kasni follows him. Them. The horse, in inverted commas, dives under the water and Till tries to follow. Kasni caught up with Till and cast calm emotions to remove the charm they were under. Decla cast Compel Jewel on the Kelpie, but it failed. She jumped into the water to follow Till. Marjorie levitated Till out of the water, and Dawn drew them over with Mage Hand. Kasni tried to lead Decla out of the water, but she didn't want to go with him. Uh, we fought the Kelpie, and Marjorie utterly obliterated it with her crossbow. Yay! Heal Till, and continued on to the City of Glitter. Woo! You reached the city just as the sun was setting. You near the city, you uh, drive your boat up to the westernmost uh, dock, up docks as they're called. Um, 
What's up, Doc? Yeah, oh God, I thought I was just saying it. You know, I I didn't even consider it. The minute you oh. said it, I knew that was coming from someone. Okay, yeah. So you uh, you landed the up docks. Yay! <laughs> And yeah, Mert leads you to uh, an inn he usually stays at on his uh, trips to the city. Is it an acceptable inn? It's actually pretty nice, yeah. Um, It's sort of a few stories tall. Uh, The base of it, it's made of concrete and pebbles. And uh, the further up goes, it's made of uh, large windows and it's got a steel roof. Do you have a name for it? Yes, it's called the Wet Horse. (laughs) (laughs) Tells like... Hey, Dad, can I go visit my friends? I haven't seen Esther since, like, Lucia's day. And Mert's like, ah, all right. Just, you know, um, be be back in the morning, because uh, we're going straight home after this. Yes, thank you, Dad. And um, they give their dad a hug and uh, run away down the street somewhere. Oh, they're so cute, aren't they? Aww. Yeah, they grow up so fast. I know. <laughs> I awkwardly pat Marjorie on the shoulder. Mert reaches up to you on Cherry and uh, gives you a pat on the on the knee. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you go into the inn. It's uh, pretty big and very busy. Like there's one entrance with a bit of a hallway um, and like uh, the the reception desk at the back. And uh, to the side of the hallway is an opening into the uh, sort of restaurant area. And there's also uh, there there's also a uh, an entrance directly into the restaurant area, but you know. Uh, what what time is it? Sorry, I missed that earlier. It's around sunset, so after. Ah, wonderful food time. Yeah, so like dinner time. It's like around eight o'clock. What's the the best food they've got here, Bert? Oh, oh, I really like the the fish stew they got here. I'm a little bit surprised it wasn't like horse actually. But <laughs> why? <laughs> if it's all minced up, who can tell? Well, the the name. Yeah, I don't know where the name comes from, actually. Um, it and comes yeah, from the it, fucking horse we just exploded. And yeah, I mean, the sign outside the tavern is actually uh, that of a horse made of the, out of seaweed, so who knows? Have we just killed the silent partner of an inn? That'll be awful. More horse <laughs> a mascot. <laughs> <laughs> now they can rename it to the dead horse. <laughs> So yeah, Mert, uh, Mert talks to the lady at the reception desk. She's a, a half-elf, uh, looks to be her, you know, like whatever the equivalent of 40 years old would be. Uh, she's got blonde hair and she's got green eyes. And yeah, he gets all of your rooms, like, is anyone rooming together or are you all getting separate rooms? Definitely getting my own room. Yeah, definitely having my own room. Mm-hmm. We can afford it. Yeah, why not? You can, in fact, afford it, yeah. And Mert offers to pay for all of you. Oh, that was nice of him. Well, he offers to pay. He seems to get a discount for uh, being um, a local slash regular. Slash providing a bag of fish every now and again. Yeah, also that. If it helps him out to uh, pay for us, then yeah, I will accept that. Yeah. He uh, finishes uh, paying for rooms and... Dawn will quiz Mert about the city. What are the best areas for... Acquiring supplies, what are the best areas for shopping, blah blah blah. There's at least two markets if you want to do the shopping. One is right by the docks, the other one is further up by the uh, by the main square. Um, right across the square from the obelisk, actually. Let's have dinner and an early night so we can go spend all our hard-earned money tomorrow. 
Yes, uh, hard earned money. <laughs> yeah, and while you're having dinner, uh, you're trying the uh, famous fish stew, and it's actually quite good, like surprisingly good. Uh, it's made of local fish and tomatoes. As you're eating dinner, um, Till comes into the restaurant uh, area and uh, finds you over the crown and comes back to sit at your table, and they they look very sad. And Mert's like, "Oh, Till, what's up? Uh, did you? Who died?" Yeah, you never say that because it could have been a thing. <laughs> well, uh, I don't, I don't think she died, but um, Esther's missing. I uh, talked to her parents, and they, um, they haven't seen her in a month. Um, a month. Wow, that's a a long time. Yeah, she apparently one evening she went to the library, and uh, she just never came home. I hope she didn't end up going to a temple and touching a brick. <laughs> I don't get this reference. <laughs> <laughs> and Bart uh, just uh, reaches out uh, his hand and um, taps them on the shoulder and like, I'm so sorry, I know you were excited to see her again. Yeah. And they just uh, kind of take a take a deep sigh and um, you, can, you can see they're holding in tears. God. Guys, could we can we look into this for my great grand uh, person? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the sentence. Grandchild, grandchild, great grandspawn. I forgot the word child. I think we can help your grandspawn out. It'll be all right. <laughs> Dawn will look skeptically at. Marjorie, when she's just as I'd love to help, but a month is a long time. They could literally be on the other side of the continent by now. And Till just looks at you like devastated. Well, she did go missing in the library. Well, we were planning on going to the library anyway, so it's not going to be a massive inconvenience to just do some research while we're there and ask about this kid. I mean. You know, we're literally going to the library, right? You were planning on going to the library? Uh, Dawn looks at Till, and um, is, who is this friend of yours? What did they do? Well, she's a friend. She's a, I mean, she she's still she's she's still in school. Um, her parents are blacksmiths. So she she's a student. How old is is she? She's about my age. Uh, she's a year older than me. Uh, so she she's fifteen. Well, can you describe her first? Because we need to know what we're looking for. Yeah. Uh, I figure we should probably talk to her parents. Probably, if we're going to do this. She's a she's a dragonborn. She's a brass dragonborn, and she's uh she's got uh big brown eyes, and she's uh she's got really nice voice, and she's she she's got very pretty smile, and uh, she dresses really cutely, and she. Aww. <laughs> Till's gonna cry. Um, a- as he's doing this, Dawn sort of leans back and uh, snags one of the waiters and like makes the uh, universal gesture of like get him a drink, something strong. What? Yeah, and the waitress is a tiefling woman. Uh, she's uh, in her late forties. She's got loose skin, and uh, she raises her eyebrows, but then she shrugs and comes back like uh, two minutes later with. Just a glass of something. I will, I will give Dawn a, a light punch. 
uh, Dawn goes catapulting across the room from a punch from the mic. Casney <laughs> <laughs> is definitely going to give a smile to this blue-skinned tiefling. <laughs> yeah, as she she reaches the glass on the table, uh, she puts the glass on the table in front of Dawn because you know that's who ordered. And then uh, as she reaches past Dawn and she looks at you, Casney, and she winks at you. Ooh. <laughs> Dawn slides the drink over to um, the teenager. Yeah, and uh, Till Till just looks at it and uh, then looks at their dad and... I'm going to pick it up and sniff at it. What the fuck is it? And before before you do that, Till snatches it away, f- away from you. No. No, fuck that. <laughs> and they just look at it and sort of swirl it and then just down it. And they slam the, slam the glass on the table. I am going to s- s- snatch it out. No. No. Bad. Okay, dice context. Let's make a dex check. Uh, oppose dex rolls. Jesus, are we really promoting underage drinking on this podcast? They're 15. Who hasn't had a drink by the time they're 15? Which is underage in every country. It, I mean, dragonborns age differently, so they're... Yeah, dragonborns do age differently. You they're said they were a teenager. Yeah, they're a teenager. They're, they're like... They're in their late... They're like, I rolled a 4 anyway. I rolled a 12. Wait, is this a dex check? A dex, yeah. Yeah, it's a six. I I didn't realize this. I didn't realize calming someone down was going to be so controversial. Yeah, sure. Let's give the seventeen-year-old a whiskey. Yeah, a regular old beer might have been better. I mean, let's be honest. Seventeen-year-olds all do regularly drink. I mean, high school is tough for everyone. Mm-hmm. Legal in Denmark. Legal in the UK. Not legal in Slovenia, but you know. <sighs> Dawn, Dawn looks at telling us better. And they uh, they look at you and they they just 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 tears their tears start pouring from their eyes. To pat them on back up. There, there, get it out. Are there napkins in this inn? Oh yeah, yeah. I grab a napkin and I use my uh, magical tinkering to make an image based on the description. Mm-hmm. It'll it'll be okay. We'll we'll get it back. Does she look like this? Is this close enough? I imagine Till is just like so much like you know when you get when you're like crying and you just get so much water in your eyes you just can't see anything. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so just looking at this illusion of being like, yeah, that's a perfect. That's actually what happens. Uh, you show them the you show them the picture and they're they're like, I I don't know, I I, I don't know, I don't know. Uh, does anyone know press the digitation so we can <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> um no 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 C- crying is healthy. It, le- it lets it lets them work through it. It'll be fine. Yeah, it is. Oh, I I okay, I actually have an idea. I'm going to <laughs> I want to use a use of my um uh healing hands to remove poison. <laughs> So they're no longer intoxicated. <laughs> yeah. Okay, do that. <laughs> do, you do that. Undrunk. I forgot I could do that. <laughs> Please tell me it's delivered through a punch. I mean, it depends. Don't punch my great-grandson or we're going to have an issue. Punch the alcohol out of him. Punch the alcohol. If I was healing Dawn, it would probably be a punch. <laughs> Not for the crying dragonborn teen. Uh, how? What do you do? How do you... Uh... Pat them on the back. Just like reassuringly, put a hand on their shoulder. Okay, dab them on the back. 
they manage to take a breath and they just wipe their eyes. And Mert says, hey, Till, do you want, do you want to get upstairs? Do you want to get, do you want to get out of here? And they just kind of nod. Has Dawn seen Decla do healing hands before? Uh, yeah. Probably. Is there like the glow and all of that? Yeah, it, it, it's a very slight glow. Like if you, if you didn't know it was there, you wouldn't notice it. I mean, it's a, it's a well-lit room. So, you know, if it was dark, you would notice it, but yeah. Let, let's say like, it would make sense that, um, she uses her left hand, which is the one with the chakras on it for healing and the right hand for throwing the sun rays, which is like the sun tattoo one. Yeah, that sounds good. I think that's yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, I, I like that. that sounds good. fair. Yeah, you pat him on the back, and uh, Mert says, uh, "Hey, Till, do you want? Would you? Would you like to get out of here? Do you want to go upstairs?" And they j- just kind of nod, and Mert says, "Well, then, uh, yeah, I'm afraid we're gonna call it for tonight. Uh, I will. I guess we'll uh, see you in the morning." That's the plan. Definitely. Okay. Thank you for your help. I have to give you a kiss on the cheek before you leave. <laughs> oh, of course, Nan. Mert and Till leave. What time is it in in world? Um, it's like nine o'clock, like a little after nine in the evening. Yeah. Uh, I guess we should probably go to sleep as well. Definitely, old person bedtime. I don't have anything I need to do. Do you guys want to? I don't know. Get drunk and talk about your old war stories, fighting underwater horses. Oh, Kathleen is a hundred percent gonna have a chat with the uh, the bar lady. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, Kathleen, you can roll me uh, just a general charisma check, or make it a persuasion, I guess. Oh, oh no, new die. You are a bad die. First roll. How much did you roll? One. But oh that, no! Uh, with my persuasion bonus, that's a nine. It's <laughs> just not great. So yeah, you uh, you you excuse yourself from the table and yeah, you go to uh, chat up the Keefling lady and uh, you say something extremely corny and she just uh, smiles at you, uh, pats you lightly on the cheek, and uh, she says, "Better luck next time, friend." That is that is not too bad, to be fair. That could have that could have gone worse. Consider we rolled an actual one. <laughs> What what's the terrible pickup line you you try on her? Oh, <laughs> oh god, I'm not good with pickup lines. I had to, oh I had some yeah. really bad ones in a folder somewhere. Just give me a second. They're in my D and D folder. Hey, uh, beautiful, you feeling blue today? <laughs> yeah, that 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 else that that could work. <laughs> yeah. Dawn is watching this with great amusement, um, and sipping on a drink of some sort. One of those with little cocktail umbrellas and a long loopy straw. Marjorie goes to bed out of embarrassment. <laughs> yeah, no, that's extremely <laughs> fair. Okay, so yeah, you go to sleep after this, or... Uh... We all see this happen and leave in shame. Yeah. I mean, everyone who's staying at the bar is going to end up waking up tomorrow at another wedding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you all go to sleep, you wake up the next morning... Uh, Till seems to have calmed down a bit. Um, they, they're still sad, but they're not, like, crying anymore. Do you walk Mert to, back to the boat, or uh, do you say goodbye at the inn, or what do you do? Um, I, 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 take him back to the I will offer to, yeah. like, give him any help he needs. Okay. I've seen enough of him for a week. <laughs> <laughs> they don't really have any bags with them, just, you know, a small backpack of stuff, because, you know, they're just staying overnight. Um, we'll, we'll see them off from the dock, I guess. Yeah, you go to the up docks. Yep. Do that, uh, 
insincere parting wave thing as they go. Marjorie Mert gives you a hug. Uh, reaches up to Cherry and uh, gives you a hug. <laughs> no, I jump off Cherry and... You jump off Cherry and you give him a hug. Till also leans down to hug you. Goodbye, Till. I, I promise we'll look, but... You promised you'd find her last night. <laughs> yeah, we, we will find her. It'll be okay. Well, um, if you want her... Her parents, uh, her parents are uh, Alice and uh, and Nandor. Can you mark them on this map that I purchased at the inn last night? <laughs> Saint Barbara will protect her. Uh, and uh, Marty's like, "Oh, Lucia, Lucia's giving out maps now. That's actually very smart." Uh, Till they map it on the, they mark it on the map. It's like, uh, right down the road from the inn where you were staying, and the inn is like. Right next to the docks, like, a few buildings away. Like, a few buildings down the street from the docks. Right, and they, uh, they get into the boat, and they, uh, sail off. Um, and, uh, they're waving at you as they're, uh, driving off into the distance. And, uh, they're gone. So, it's about 10 a.m., uh, what are you doing? Well, should we, uh, visit the parents first, or...? It's either that or the university, but if the parents are on the way, we might as well. Let's go talk to them, and then we can go spend our hard-earned cash. Yes. We might need new equipment. Plus, this cash is kind of... Uh, Hot. Not very legal, so I want to get rid of it. Yeah. I I kind of did that. Uh, so yeah, you, uh, you've reached a smith shop after a while... Um, you go down the street and you find a smith shop. You um, uh, you can hear the rhythmic striking of metal on the inside. This uh, building is uh, it's a two-story building with the uh, bottom part sort of extended to the to the side. You presume that's where the workshop is. And again, it's like the whole the whole city. It's a lot of it is very tall and uh, made made of glass, glass and steel, actually. So it's got very, it's got a very interesting look to it. Um, maybe Cassie's been through here before, but and probably Marjorie's been through here before, but um, it doesn't really look uh, a lot like anywhere else in the, in the Dominion. Uh, don't don't be fascinated by this place. Um, seeing something put together with what iron and glass, steel, yeah, steel. Where did they get it all from? Yeah, where did they get it from? Oh my god! Get what? The materials! Mm. Like that much metal? This is a huge architectural project. There must be a, a, some sort of mining town nearby, I'm imagining. Yeah, probably. I mean, Marjorie can roll for it if she wants. Let's roll for it. I think I want to. History. You're a rock name, right? Uh, yeah, she is. Am I? Yes, I am. Huh. <laughs> you know about rocks. <laughs> I know 12 about rocks. You know 12 about rocks. You know that there's a large sand quarry somewhere outside the city and you know that the, there was a there was a an engineer from this city that found a new way to infuse glass so that it's uh, sturdy enough to be used for uh, build as a building material. It's made of sand. Oh, does Declan know that? <laughs> Yeah, I don't think I don't think Dawn would know that. Declan might not know that. <laughs> I don't know. Like Dawn is smart. Dawn is educated. Dawn is educated. Yeah, Dawn like, is educated. 
Like, surely you have to know a bit about materials that are used in, like, building and things in order to, to do archaeology. Sure, but, not, like, you'd find a piece of glass, but you wouldn't necessarily know how it was made. Actually, if you're an archaeologist, you probably would, because, it, you know, you need to study materials and how it was made and how it ties into the culture and all that, you know? Yeah, maybe. Oh, fair, that's fair. You had a, a brief, like, 30-minute lesson on the on glass making in your first year. I mean, Dawn's pretty distracted by seeing his face everywhere. <laughs> I mean, is, is this glass reflective or not? This is very important. Some is, some isn't. Um, the, the curtain industry is really big in this city. <laughs> but some of it is like uh, the uh, tinted glass, you know, mm-hmm. the yeah, yeah. two-way mirror, and some of it is stained. And some of it seems to be not stained, but infused with color. Fancy. Right, right. Anyways, you make you make your way to the uh, Smith shop. Yes, yes, we do. Yeah, and uh, you open the door. A small uh, bell rings as you enter, and uh, from the side, uh, from the workshop, you see uh, a dragonborn man uh, run run into the front of the shop, and uh, he sees you and. Uh, he looks slightly disappointed to to see it you and says, "Oh, uh, hello. How may I help you?" Actually, we were wondering if we could help you. Uh, um, I'm sorry. I'm Tills, uh, great or great great grandmother. One of those two. I have too many children. It's hard to keep track. <laughs> um, congratulations. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks. <laughs> But yeah, Till, they were they were here yesterday, uh Yeah, we're a group of adventurers. We um have some experience in looking for missing people. <laughs> this this is me the DM laughing. Don't have to mention our record. <laughs> <laughs> you are. Oh that's uh that's great to hear. Um Alice Alice, they there's some people here, they're willing to help with Esther. And uh, the rhythmic beating on the metal uh, just stops for a few seconds and then continues. The, so this is like a small shop area next to the workshop. Yeah. L- looking around, what's the quality of the work like? Pretty good, actually. Fair enough. Yeah, and Dawn, if you're looking around, roll me perception. Uh, 15 plus 5 is 20. You see a bunch of armor, a few swords, and... Uh, among the armor is uh, uh, one set of uh, studded leather. Ah, oh, but it's not glamoured. How do you know? Actually, that's a good point. Yeah, one of them could be one of them could be a blacksmith, and one of them could be an enchanter. Or they could use magical materials in their blacksmithing. Who knows? As explaining this entire situation is somewhat uh, Marjorie and Declan's uh, wheelhouse. Dawn will just be wandering around, looking at all the stuff until he gets to that. I love that. I love that this is Dawn's reaction. <laughs> um, it's it's not interesting enough to really grab him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, this co- this conversation is going on in the background as Marjorie is explaining uh, to Nandor, presumably, uh, what's going on. Do I still have the napkin from last night, or did Till like leave with it? No, we. So I decided since they couldn't see through the tears that they they you you kept it. Okay. This, this is, uh, is this anything like what your daughter looks like? And uh, he he reaches out a hand to uh, you know, to see it up close. Yeah, he uh, he brings it real close to his face and then kind of kind of <laughs> reaches out his hand to sort of adjust the distance. 
<laughs> Squints a bit. Squints a bit. And he says, yes, this is uh, pretty much like her, yes. I guess Kill told you what she looks like. Yes, I, I needed a description. Right. Do you... Do you have anything of hers? Um... I mean, yes, we have a few, I mean... What about a description of something that she has on her? She would never leave behind. Good idea. Oh, I don't know, uh, she... If I can find it, I can find her. Oh, uh, you can, that's... A necklace? Pendant? Well, she really liked her backpack that she she made herself. She was, uh, she was going to study fashion in, uh, Terish. Um, it was dark green with sort of, uh, light green, um... pattern on it and a wooden toggle. Okay. That's very distinctive. She was really proud of it. She sounds very talented. She, 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 she was, she is. Um, when was the last time you saw her? About a month, a month ago. Um, and she was just going to the library, yes? Yes, that's, at least that's what, that's what she said. Is the library known for losing people? Not Really? Have you spoken to anyone at the library? Have they said anything? Uh, I, uh... Sorry, I I know this is a lot. I mean, um, the constable's already been, um, looking into it, but, you know, it's, uh, it's been so long they don't think, they don't think anything is possible. I know that they can be very useless at times. Oh yeah, because us over here are CSI idiots. <laughs> well... I mean, did they manage to catch us? And also, did they even notice that the bride was missing? Fair. <laughs> uh, as, as Dawn's got his back to the group looking around the shop, he'll ask over his shoulder, had she been acting differently at all? Um, no. Um, Came back with a bruise, had an f- argument with someone, upset? No, not not that I know of. And by, uh, by this time, you hear again the... Uh, rhythmic clanking of the metal has stopped and uh, a dragonborn woman comes uh, back into the shop presumably Alice and she says please stop she's gone all you're doing is bringing up more pain please just 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 leave okay and uh, her husband says no wait do, do you say they can help we can at least look go look for her you're not gonna find her. You seem very certain of that. How do you know? She's 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 gone. It's I if I had to accept it then you should accept it too. You don't have to accept it. There's always hope. Can I do an inside check to see if she's the one who kidnaps her yeah. daughter? <laughs> seems unlikely, but you never know. No, it seems the most obvious option at the moment, actually. Well, I think she's just very sad. Roll for it. I rolled a two. You rolled a two. Well, I rolled a three, so for fuck's sake. <laughs> I mean, I believe her anyway, so I'm not even gonna... Yeah, she looks very She looks very distraught. I mean, in any case, she looks very distraught. You know, talking about her daughter seems to have brought up some um, memories and pain. And that is fair. She, uh, she just sort of turns around and uh, walks back into the... She then turns around and walks back into the workshop. And uh, her husband is uh, calling out after her. Like, Alice! Alice! <sighs> well, maybe on a different subject, Dawn says, turning around. How much for this? Um, 
Don. I'm I'm sorry. What? Um. He he seems confused. Uh, Dawn's holding the uh, studded leather armor. Um, and he stares at the armor in your hands for a little bit, and then blinks, and then you see something click, and he immediately uh, he immediately goes into a uh, shopkeeper mode. Ah, yes, the studded armor, well, one of our best-selling items in the shop. Uh, Having uh, succeeded in uh, changing his uh, mindset a bit from the miserable one he was in, Dormalera's. Um, is there any way uh, to get it enhanced? Glamoured, I believe. Enchanted. Well, for enchantments, we we don't personally deal with enchantments. We only deal with the uh, metal uh, side of things, not with the magical side of things. But if you go to old Edith's shop, I believe they will be more than able to enchant it for you. Uh, it's where we usually refer people. Uh, Dawn will uh, bargain price for a bit, as is tradition. So yeah, uh, he gives you some of the selling points of the armor, you know, he goes into full shopkeeper mode. You know, but wait, there's more. <laughs> like, obviously, it needs to be fitted to your uh, measurements so you can... Uh... Dawn probably has a business card with his measurements on. <laughs> I feel like he would. <laughs> okay, so you give him the you give him the uh, card with your measurements on it and... Uh, says, yes, that's... Uh, perfect. If you give, if you give me, like, t- 20 minutes, I think I can have that done for you. Or if you wish to wait. There's no rush. I shall be... Uh... Back around tomorrow. That's uh, that's great. Then you can uh, have it back tomorrow. Yeah, it uh, the armor will cost you forty five gold. Yeah, that's that's fine. You have to uh, pay half of it in advance. Yeah, I might be back this evening and not tomorrow. It depends on the schedule. But oh, okay. Um, it it will probably be done by by tonight. Yes, that's fine. I'm sure. Since Kasni and Dawn both want the same armor. It would make sense that um, that Kasni would also buy armor from this man. Oh, okay, yeah, you can get you can get one as well. Um, and he says, "Well, yeah, that will be another uh, forty-five, uh, but uh, you you will have to pick it up tomorrow because uh, we currently only have one in stock." Okay, you can come pick both of them up tomorrow morning. Yeah, it's also forty-five gold with uh, twenty gold in advance. And this one, and uh, he also takes your measurements because this one can be done directly to your specifications. Uh, so yeah. Um, I'll turn up to the rest of the group. So shall we uh, continue? To the markets! To the market! And that's where we'll end our episode for today. Dice Out Now Game is a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast. Our intro and outro music is Bells by Fake Cats Project. If you want to get in touch with us, you can find us at Dice Out Now Game on Twitter, where you will also find links to our personal accounts. Dice Out Now Game is a part of Be Gay Roll Dice, a podcast network for actual play podcasts made by LGBT folk. Follow them on Twitter at Be Gay Roll Dice and check out other wonderful shows on the network. If you can, please rate and review our podcast and tell your friends about us. Now, game, game. Come check out Dice to Roll, the gayest Pathfinder podcast on the planet, where he asks the hard questions like, "Is it morally acceptable to kiss a goblin?" 
are seven creatures ethically sourced. What's the real estate value on a haunted castle? Dice Will Roll is a show where four friends team up every week to play Pathfinder 2nd Edition and be hopelessly gay the whole way through. Join Dave, KK, Ritz, and me, Derry, your mythic genderfluid GM, as we play through the Kingmaker adventure path and follow a gay human bard, a lesbian half-elf druid, and a transmask half-orc fighter on their journey to build and rule their own nation in the untamed wilderness of the Stonelands and defend it from bandits, monsters, and wicked fae in an Arturian adventure like no other. From getting four nat ones in a row and to standing up to the darkest forces in the multiverse, Dice Roll is here to help you keep it rolling. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.